0: Hey everyone welcome to friday night live with your hosts ben and rob from
1: edge of wonder well it's that time of year again when social media is abuzz with talk about the rapture happening around the fall equinox this time on september 22nd 2023 major changes were predicted last year around the same time and the year before that and the year before that and i think pretty much the year before that too
0: And there was a hurricane around then as well last year. So did the rapture actually happen? Are we going to see the end times? We'll talk about the possibilities anyway tonight.
1: We'll also talk about aliens because, you know, it's Edge of Wonder. And we'll be giving you updates on the Peru alien attack because it's just constant now. The Pentagon's UAP footage that dropped without explanation. And a really weird story about a Chilean soldier who was abducted and entered into a time slip.
0: Thank goodness for that. Don't miss the weekly Mandela Effect, the metaphysical minute segment, and of course, Rise.TV exclusive segments, the top 10 weird news of the week, and a live Q&A, and we'll see you out
1: on the edge. And are you listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere? Please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can keep making this awesome content. And please remember to like, follow, subscribe, and all the above <laughs> wherever you are. Rumble, Kanjin World. Uh, YouTube,
0: Twitter, Twitter Facebook. Facebook.
1: There was also a uh, up- another update on the mummy, the Mexican mummy thing that just came out like right like an hour before we went live. So, Oh, yeah. That's something else to kind of bring up, too.
0: Oh, really? Well, before we get into that, we're going to need to hear about this, this so-called Mandela effect you found.
1: The Bendela effect, as you named it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, um, the Twilight Zone, uh, the, the whole intro, does it start with Imagine, if you will? So a lot of people remember, it starts out with Rob Serling saying, imagine, if you will, a world where blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it goes into the episode. But so imagine, if you will, the surprise of many people to find out that he never says that. What? Not in one single episode.
0: What does <laughs> he say?
1: It starts out, actually, Lindsay, why don't we play this? This is an intro here to... um one of the episodes I, I checked every decade. Are you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. Oh yeah. There we go. There we go. The yeah.
2: You're traveling to another dimension, a dimension, not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop,
3: the Twilight Zone.
1: See, you used to say something to the extent of like, imagine with you, Will, you're traveling in another dimension or you're, you're entering in another dimension or something like that. That's what like everyone remembers. And I thought, well, you know, there's so many... They, they, like, produced the show, and there's so many seasons that I thought, well, maybe they changed it for, you know, like, after one or two seasons or something like that. And, and it turns out it ha- it's not the case at all. He never says it in a single okay, but episode. Did anyone else? Because I have... I don't remember the
0: specifics on this one, okay? I didn't watch a lot of Twilight Zone when I was a kid. I watched a lot of uh, Bewitched and... Um, Mr. Ed and a bunch of other things. But who was there anyone who said imagine if you will? No. No one?
1: No. no so then no how one. do we
0: all have that
1: I know. That's I what's weird, right? If no one said it. So check this out. Lindsay, can you can you open this newspaper? <clears throat> So this is, this is just from like some real estate guy or something. And he wrote this piece in this newspaper on 2007 um, from, I forget where this, where is this from? Fresno, San Francisco, (laughs) anyway, or California, I mean. So he, he writes at the beginning of this, at the opening of each Twilight Zone episode, creator Rob Serling would state, imagine if you will, that. With those words, Rod would lay out a scenario that intrigued the viewer. And then as the story unfolded, a message would be understood. So then he goes on to say, like later in the next paragraph, this guy writes, with apologies to Rod Serling. Imagine if you will, you're living in a comfortable middle class life and you're. You and your spouse receive a letter telling you that your house and hundred acres of land have been left to you in Montana and that there is no debt on the property, and blah blah blah. Anyway, this guy goes on. The point is, he says this twice in this in this article. And like, and get this. This is the weirdest part. Lindsay, if you click on this next link. This this is probably. If this isn't proof that the Mandela effect is real, I I really don't know what will convince people at this point. Lindsay, can you click on this next link? So this is a podcast. The podcast is literally called Imagine If You Will, The Twilight Zone Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? (laughs) That is weird.
0: (laughs) Uh imagine but. if you will. Rob Serling said, imagine if you will, at the beginning of the Twilight Zone. It's hmm. a good one.
1: Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I have this imagine if you will thing. I've heard it so many times.
1: Who said that? Someone had to have said it. I, I mean, everyone remembers Rod Serling saying I know. it. Okay, hold on.
0: That throw my mom for a trip, I'm going to have to ask her if, if she remembers hearing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's weird. There's yeah. I mean, there's so many forms now where people are just blown away by this, like all over Reddit. Um, it's, th- this is like actually convincing people that something is weird. And then it's like even weirder because it's about the twilight zone. And it's like, did we just really enter the twilight zone you know so it's very i strange. did find a quote from supposedly mark twain this is real time i have in fact checked this but he says imagine if you will that i am an idiot then imagine that i am also a congressman but alas i repeat myself yeah no but i mean this is mark twain <laughs> even if he said that it's like we're not all gonna say imagine if you will based on a quote that mark twain said that we you know it's like Great quote really though. weird yeah it is a great quote but yeah anyway this this one really uh and then the other the other mandela effect related to the twilight zone is is his name is it sterling or serling um i keep wanting to say sterling but you know i, I I'm yeah that's just sure. an
0: easy one to get wrong though
1: imagine if you will the 50th anniversary of the twilight zone yeah, it's so strange I I don't yeah this one this this one's up there with Morpheus with with uh, saying you know um, what if I told you and it's like like everywhere in pop culture you know yeah
0: that is Mm -hmm. and like I think you could really get a bunch of boomers with that one because they watch Twilight Zone so much yeah I agree it's like hey if you're a boomer and you're still alive which there's a lot of you check this Mandela effect out then you've immediately made them into a disclosure activist.
1: And did you watch any episodes to see if maybe that was the show's intro, but the episodes intro said that? Yeah, I did. And I didn't see any. I mean, I didn't watch like a whole bunch of them, but the ones that I was seeing, he didn't say it. And I was checking articles like. Uh there's multiple articles that were written that says like he never says it in any episodes. Did he narrate like the intro with that? Like after the after the
0: intro, after the song or whatever comes on and you're in the uh, the twilight zone. In like, the twilight episode,
1: zone. Does he does he like I mean he he it? always comes on. That's where I was expecting him <laughs> to also say it. Like I said, I couldn't find anything where he says it anymore. So I don't know. It's really, really weird.
0: That is weird. Yeah. Super weird.
1: Very strange. I'll look a little bit more into it if you know if I find something anything different. But right now, I, I haven't seen anything. So <laughs> if you guys find anything out there, let me know too. I mean, we you know it's possibly missed things, but. As far as I can tell right now, I mean, the media is like even saying like, oh, everyone thinks it's, you know, he says this, but he doesn't say it anymore. So strange, very strange. All right. You have a metaphysical minute for us, right, Rob?
0: Oh, Yeah. Okay, so this metaphysical minute is actually from our dis- subscriber, uh, Intergalactic Dave. Intergalactic Dave, if you're uh, if you're watching, this is your uh, yeah, this is your metaphysical minute. So David was interested in his potential past lives. So in 1995, he did a hypnotic regression. He found himself holding a sword and pistol, urging troops in gray uniforms forward in a ferocious battle during the American Civil War. I'll never forget the cannon shells and rifle fire surrounded by fighting soldiers in the blackness of night, David said. He told his regression therapist he was a Confederate general named John Carter, and he'd been fatally wounded in the chest, which caused him feelings of severe heartburn, the likes of which he had never before known. Then everything went blank. John later woke to find himself weak and heavily bandaged on a bed. By then it was daylight, so some time had passed. Then he lifted out of his body and floated up in the air seeing tents, bonfires, and uh, and a beautiful winding river below. Then he disappeared in the clouds. David felt so sick during the regression that he had to stop, but he was inspired to research these memories. He discovered there was was a Confederate general named John Carter who died after a civil war nighttime battle. It was Brigadier General John Carpenter Carter. John was the son of wealthy slave owners born in 1837 in Waynesboro, Georgia, and later became a lawyer. John found, uh, John fought under general hood, um, successfully in several battles, but was fatally wounded at age 26 in the battle of Franklin He died 10 days later in December of 1864 and was buried in Tennessee. The weird part is that David realized John was the same age that he had been when he, David, who we're talking about here, had visited America in 1987. And David went to Florida, the next state over from where John had been born. This is weird here. He said, during during this trip, long before his regression session, David said he felt compelled to visit Georgia, though he never did get there. And strangely, Georgia accents have always been David's favorite. David is returning to Florida this year for only the second time, and his son is now coincidentally also 26. All the details uh, that David has found tie in with his memories of John's life, even down to the Tennessee River he saw when he left his body. Isn't that strange?
1: It was very strange.
0: That's wow. really interesting. Wow. Very
1: cool story.
0: David, what are you doing over there in Australia, man? <laughs> You're <laughs> reincarnated in America. America.
1: In America.
0: You fought in the Civil War. <laughs> it's too bad he's not here right now. I don't think he's on the chat. He's usually here on uh, Friday nights.
1: Uh, yeah, I was wondering if he was in the chat. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool story. I like those kinds of stories. Me too. All right, should we um, talk about UFOs, the Raptor, all the above? So, I actually okay. Why don't we show this? This is actually from our uh, um, somebody watches the show as well. Her name is um, Diana. She sent me this. This is this was taken from a so. Wow, look at that. A friend of hers her so it was a friend of this lady that she knows it was her son that took the photo. So her, her son was driving around Lexington, North Carolina.
0: Can you zoom in on that craft?
1: Yeah, and he was so this was the summer solstice and he was only taking a photo of the of the sunset. He didn't even realize it until later that he got this like craft thing in the photo. And that it does, awesome. It, it doesn't seem to be like a lens flare or anything, especially no. since it's like green.
0: This is the best UFO photo I've ever seen. If that's real.
1: Yeah. It's one of them. Definitely. It is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So she said it, it was taken around. Like she couldn't remember if it was 2017 or 2018, <clears throat> but um, yeah, she saw that we were doing these, uh, you know, like, fan stuff, and so she's like, I have this photo I want to send you, and I was like, okay, and wow, I was, I was, yeah, I was like, wow, this is really good, <laughs> so like, very cool stuff here. Um,
0: oh, Intergalactic Dave is here,
1: All oh, right. nice, cool, that's cool. All right, should we talk about the rapture that didn't appear to happen just yet?
0: I'm scared. <laughs> um yeah this comes up every uh every year around this time like every remember, year
1: yeah. around this time it does seem to it goes viral and everyone's well, talking it, about it
0: to be fair there's a lot of uh strange references to what is it september 22nd
1: yeah um, well it, essentially it's the the fall um what is it the fall equinox is that what it's
0: called fall equinox
1: yeah because it's the summer solstice because fall, equinox. Fall, fall equinox yeah so, um, yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but yeah, this time it was rumored to be on September 22nd last year, I think it was the around the 24th or something. we had that video it actually went viral cause we were talking about it. And, it and it's kind of ironic because yeah, in that video, you know, we were just like, yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen. But then like a week later the, the hurricane did I mean, I'm not saying that's part of the rapture or anything, but really funny Twitter account. The, twi- the rapture it's is canceled. borderline
0: blasphemous, but it's still pretty funny.
1: <laughs> I have to say, this is kind of funny. The rapture is canceled due to budget cuts. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I think the, the main thing is, you know, I, I, obviously, I mean, I think there's so many of us that really, truly believe that something is going to happen, but you can't really put a date on it. That's where it gets kind of weird. Anybody that's like the rapture or the end of the world or Armageddon is going to happen on exactly this date. Oh like, yeah. I don't think that's quite so. Right.
0: Is now a good time for me to bring in like a really weird theory here. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You know, uh, We've done a number of shows on time slips and on, um, I guess you could say, interdimensional um, changes in time. Maybe for lack of a better way to say it right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other dimensions have different time spaces. Okay. What if the time space in which the Lord creator lives in is a really super fast time space and the earth is just going really really slow right the rapture which human beings are always translating is it's like it's just going to be this explosion in the sky and it all happens at once like they're constantly thinking that but what if we're like in the middle of one right now that like extends over a period of time because the way he, the never ending looks at things is much different than the way a human being, which is like, you know, maybe a 60 year period, which is a human life, is like the blink of an eye for him.
1: Right. You know and what I mean? I, I, I mean, I, I think that that is that, that, so, that, and that's why, and if you look at it from that perspective, what's really a couple years or even decades? Like, it, it you know, it, nothing, not, not nothing no, really. It, so. And when you think of the endless infinite,
0: in like infinite time that has always been and that will always be mm-hmm. a even if it was like hundreds of years that the rapture carried out over it would be a tiny little moment in the universe's everlasting you know
1: right when and, and like I, I think a lot of christians their understanding it might have actually even started after jesus's death you know exactly or, or his, his i should say i mean came rose from the dead right more so but yeah i i mean yeah exactly and it's like you know it's like every, everyone's been waiting for it since that moment <laughs> like, you know and then it's like you know everyone expected the fall of rome to happen but it took 400 years for it to really yeah finally collapse you know and it and it's but, like it probably like in real life the crucifixion
0: of jesus probably caused the roman empire to fall but it still took yeah. like
1: 400 years yeah now the one thing that's really really weird and and again you know i i think that a lot of these omen. well so what is actually strange is that right now we're okay so we're in virgo and right now there is that weird green comet that is flying around virgo but we we can't really see i think you can see it in australia we can't really see it in the u.s because by the time this the comet is is it appears, it's kind of behind this or right around the sun and it's already during the day. So we have a hard time seeing it here. But I think in Australia, they may be able to see it because I think they can see the Virgo constellation, which we can't see and because it, because it's up during the day for us. But for Australia, it's up at night. And so that, you know, and these omens are always been a very big thing for in the past for every single culture. I mean, they look at these things as omens, any eclipse, anything unusual in the sky. But actually, in September 23rd, 2017, there was probably one of the biggest for me, it was it's probably one of the biggest things that happened. And this is actually referenced directly in the Bible, in Revelation, Um, uh, I forget where exactly. Okay. Yeah. Revelation, um, 12, uh, one and two, it says, um, a great sun or a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, the, with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and 10 horns and seven crowns on its head now what's interesting is that on exactly september twenty third two thousand seventeen this this appeared in the sky, and this only happens once every seven thousand years so from um from the under understood the moon so so the sun was in Virgo obviously it's, it's September the moon was directly right under the um, where would be the foot of the Virgin of the Virgo, where where it mentions, and then it mentions um, she gives birth to the king, and Jupiter was actually where her stomach would be, and then there were um, the the twelve stars on her head, where was the um, the constellation Leo, which is right above it, and then the planets just happened to align perfectly right above where the head would be in the Virgo constellation, giving the extra stars that were needed for the 12 stars uh, as a crown so for for the for the people that that um saw this and this happened you could only see it over over israel that was the only place that you could actually witness this in the sky because again um unfortunately for over here most of the stuff is like um during the day so we couldn't see it at night but you know, a lot of people, that's when a lot of people was suspecting the world was going to end like right around that time. But again, I kind of see this as like what you were saying, Rob, is more of like, okay, we're, we're kind of like, to me, this is all signs saying we are in the end times. Right. It's it's like, when is this going to happen? Well, I don't think it's going to happen tomorrow, (laughs) but, but it's like at the same time, you know, I think all this stuff is kind of culminating to show that yes you know there's all these signs you have the mayan calendar that ended you have like all these signs in the bible that that mentions this even including even like buddhist um there's all kinds of like buddhist um prediction or when i say um, prophecies within buddhism that have all kind of actually happened as well Uh, So I think like all of these religions and all these things are showing us that, hey, something is going on. And, you know, we're all here for it. Like this may be why there's so many people on this planet right now, because it's like we kind of signed up to be here, I guess.
0: Well, and you know what's kind of slightly insane about this whole thing? Like there's so many people speculating about the rapture. But what is the rapture? <laughs> no, I mean, it's that just that. Yeah, well, like, well, shouldn't what is that it? be asked, though? It's like, we're at the end of times, and every single day that we have here is like an opportunity to change yourself and to be a better version of yourself. So that if the rapture happened, you would be able to face it and feel dignified. Did you be able to stand in front of the creator, I guess you could say, right? So yeah. instead of thinking about when that's going to happen, it would be just like humankind as a whole, it would be wiser to just really work on changing yourself, you know? rather yeah. than just when is that going to happen? Because the, the truth of the matter is, to your point is every day is like a, a big blessing right now. And
1: so we should just take advantage of it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I kind of agree in a, in a lot of ways, you know, I mean, after I feel like so many things got weird after 99 and then like the Mandela effect and then all these strange things that are going on and then all these weird experiments and CERN and everything else. So it's like, you know, m- maybe things actually did end, but, we're just like being brought over to different timelines. Like maybe there's a pot, you know, maybe this is actually a really positive, good thing that this is happening or, you know, maybe like,
0: I mean, look, dude, human (sighs) beings should have blown themselves up 50 years ago.
1: Yeah. We're creating (laughs) black holes on earth.
0: (laughs) I mean, who knows what divine or what divine beings or, or God has had to do in order to keep us here right now, still breathing and functioning. Like, what opportunities are this? Like, human beings should have... There's just so much hubris in the human...
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: ...species. Like, we need to really let go of this. Like, I'm really... It's kind of tiring to watch over and over again like, how... Everyone. Academics think about things. How science thinks about things. How religious zealots think about things. Like... We need to put all of that down and really work on ourselves because at the end of the day, when you're standing, if you have, if, if it's going to, if it does happen, it may or may not happen. That's up to you to decide. But if it does happen, conscious, clear, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I don't know if I want to roll that dice. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. You know, and that's always been my argument with this whole thing is it's like, you know people will argue all the time like is god real is god not real and it's like you, just cuz you can't see something doesn't make it not real i mean we can't see radio waves you turn on the radio radio comes on you know i don't know if i want to roll that dice <laughs> yeah
1: i think it was um uh, cs lewis who said you know he was he he wrote about like if you live your life that god exists and god does exist then you will have zero regrets if you live your life that God doesn't exist and then you find out he does, then you're going to be full of regrets. But if like, you know, God doesn't exist and you live your life as he does, then it's like every, you will be remembered at least in a very positive way. You know, people will remember you, the good things that you did. And if not, then people will remember all the bad things you did. And then it's just like, you're, you know, it's better to live your life <laughs> like god exists anyway all right we have to show a trailer when we get back we could show how the symptoms predicted the rapture <laughs> all right it's kind of funny actually actually it's kind of good i have to admit it was pretty interesting to watch so all right anyway we'll show a trailer We'll we'll be right back you guys
3: a tunnel a bright light an out-of-body experience. We're told death is the end, but what about people who came back from the brink? All around the world, people report near-death experiences. Strange phenomena, divine beings, miraculous stories of the impossible, from certain death and decades of scientific research into it all. What's so big that it could be the breakthrough of an age? How are consciousness, the brain, and the soul intertwine? Perhaps the great beyond is closer than we think. It's time to get into the undisputable patterns, capturing the attention of scientists Doctors, atheists, priests, moms, and pops. This is bigger than we ever could have imagined. Near-Death Experiences Part 1. Amazing Stories of the Afterlife.
0: That three-part series is on Rise.tv, and it's a... It's awesome. So if you're if you're yeah. sitting at home and you want like full-on evidence that there is something after death, I highly recommend checking this out. It's there's beautiful stories in there. You will feel lifted and clearer after watching those episodes. So highly recommended, very very interesting near-death experiences from all walks of life. Very interesting research done on this. <clears throat> so, yep, highly recommend checking that out.
1: Yeah, me too. You know, kind of getting back to to this whole thing that we're talking about. The other aspect is is like, if we look in history, of of course, you know, mainstream archaeology only says that you know we've only been around for whatever. You know, well, they keep they keep finding things that contradict themselves. So, oh, we found the skeleton that's like a hundred thousand. Oh, now it's like a million years old you know whatever but one thing we can for sure say is that it does appear to be every 5 to 7000 years some global disaster happens and that is something that we can actually find throughout history and realistically i would say probably the last one was the great flood that happened every single culture in the world has record of Dating back roughly around like five thousand to six thousand years ago, I think it's like five thousand five hundred years. So we haven't had anything. I I, I mean, it kind of seems like now there's we're almost a- overdue for something. Yeah, you're saying we're due. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I, a, that's the
0: thing is, it's like we're due in so many ways that, I mean. We're looking at being overdue for a pole shift like something That's like five hundred thousand years
1: we're overdue. <laughs> it's something like that anyway. Five hundred
0: thousand years we were this 000. close to a pole shift.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You um, know. Anyway, yeah. So it's like there there's all kinds of things that we're overdue for. And I, I think that a lot of like you said, Rob, I think a lot of it does have to do with morality too, you know, if if everyone really changes and yeah, you know, but unfortunately biblical- there's just too many people that want too much power right now in our world, and every every biblical
0: plague, pestilence, whatever it is, every single one throughout history has always had to
1: do with <laughs> morality or people yeah. like people screwing over God. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and, and and honestly, like all these epidemics um, and plagues, and not necessarily like even physical like illness plagues. I'm, I'm you could say you could say like locust plagues or turning rivers into red or whatever all of this has been
0: yeah. <laughs> literally in the
1: rapture and people are like is the rapture going to be september 22nd it's, it's, it's seriously it's like all of these things that the bible is mentioned and not like i said not just the bible other religions too have like all taken place within the last like even the last decade you know it's kind of crazy especially in china there's so much happening in china too and um yeah but okay, why, why don't we this Simpsons thing? I have to admit, it, it is kind of comical, and and I, I I was surprised the way that they wrote the they, they did this. So, um, this is based on the Left Behind, you know, and then so they kind of made the spoof out of it. But it's interesting to see what they did with this. <clears throat> Go ahead and play it.
0: F below,
2: oh, uh, he is risen. Production. Rapture?
0: <laughs> oh, Mr. Thompson. What if your wife finds out?
1: It's modern times. Everyone's doing it. Where did my Christian limo driver go?
2: My pious husband is missing. The baby I chose to have baptized is gone! Mr. Thompson! What's happening? It's the rapture, Shauna, the rapture. The Virtuous have gone to heaven, and the rest of us have been left below. (gasps) Left below? Where have I heard that before? It's the title of the movie. (gasps) It's everywhere. We were fools. And because we rejected God, tacitly accepting Satan, we must suffer through the apocalypse. I thought all religions were a path to God. I was wrong. Why did I choose to be gay?
1: Science this and movie technology. will haunt
2: me for the rest of my life. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Yeah, I can't believe they did that, to be honest. <laughs>
0: I know, it's like more like South Park. Not, I know
1: that's what I thought too. I even had to check to make sure this was real. I was like, wait, is this like just something like someone made up, or is this real? But it really is real. So, uh, anyway, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Really? especially the baby when the... that I
0: chose to have baptized is gone. <laughs> That's like such a specific line. I know.
1: <laughs> she's holding her TV floating and she's like, why did I put my faith in science and technology? <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. That he says something about like rejecting God and like secretly accepting Satanism. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. Now, that is kind of what's happening. But, uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> the imagine them doing that now.
0: <laughs> uh, left behind. Where have I heard that before?
1: It's the name of the movie, dad. Why was
0: Lisa's hair like that?
1: <laughs> I don't know that there must be some explanation for something that happened. I, I didn't watch the full Like a
0: thing. half crew cut.
1: Yeah. Pretty funny. All right. Why don't we, uh, let's see, we can move on to the, um, We'll get into a little bit of this Peru stuff um, since we keep talking about it. But it's really weird because it's insane. This is not stopping or slowing down in Peru. And no one like the mainstream media just stopped talking about it. You know, it was like everywhere for a long time. Now everyone's only talking about the Mexican alien mummy thing, you know, and it's like getting all the attention right now. But this this came out of Peru. This is a really short video, but the rumors that are coming out now are that some of the locals uh, supposedly are seeing different things coming out of crafts in that area. So that's like that's the story right now. So, so Lindsay, this is in Peru. This is in Peru. All right. So this supposedly is actually said to be from Peru and said to be one of the events that the people in Peru are witnessing lately along with the alien attacks.
0: If again if I can do an analyst analysis and you know really ch-
1: check this out and it's real this could be what's happening in Peru this could be what has people panicking. This is actually okay. said so to really be from prison, Peru like 20 and said to long. be one of the events that the people in Peru are witnessing lately, along with the alien attacks. If again, if I can do an analyst analysis, okay, you, you, analysis can pause, you can actually even get rid of the audio. So, so, so can, this,
0: yeah, why don't you get rid of the audio and keep playing that while he's talking actually,
1: that's a good idea. So what people, th- this, this, these, the villages in, in Peru, um, there's so many people that are, are coming out talking about this. And now they're saying what what they're saying is that they are actually seeing lights coming out of craft, which they assume are are like there's bigger craft and then the smaller craft where it holds the aliens and they're coming out. Um they really do think that they're doing some kind of government or not government, I'm sorry, some kind of weird experiments with the humans which is why they're, they're, they're appearing in the area. Um, there's more interviews coming out with, with these people that are doing their own interviews because a lot of the media just don't, don't want to go there anymore. And they're, they're saying they're literally in these videos. They're like, we are shooting these things with everything we got and not phase faz- They're not being, being phased by, by our guns and weapons. So, there's another report that came out from um Lindsay, want... looks like the eye of Sauron. <clears throat> yeah, it does look like some kind of eye. Now now this could be fake. I mean, that's what that guy was saying too. I I was when I was lo- watching some of the videos and some of the transcriptions of some this is what people were describing. Now, the, unfortunately, there's a lot of fake videos going around in Peru, and I think that they are being made on purpose as fake so they can be debunked later. Um, like there was that one where supposedly there was like a creature, alien creature thing, like kneeled down next to a fence and he turns its head and it kind of looked like some kind of weird monkey thing and turned out it was all AI and it wasn't real. So there are a lot of fake things out there and that's why you know I I I don't know if that video is true or false, but one thing I I can. Confirm from from the other videos, which has the interviews in them. There, this is what they're saying. So that could just be a representation of what they're seeing. But if you want, play the play the second. uh, um, We try to shoot them. Yet, play. Why don't you? You can play that one if you want. Either one of these. This is the one that's kind of play it, DJ Lindsay. Yeah. So this, this one, um, I don't think there's any sound. but There's just like a subtitle. The second one, there is sound, but it's translated from a bot. Uh, this might be kind of hard to watch. It's been three weeks, and there has been uncertainty, a tremendous concern, and the worrying about the situation.
0: Thank yes. you for translating for
1: me. <laughs> that we have been living in the community of san antonio because it's been three weeks and there is a terror one uh, i don't know it's okay tremendous concern in the population of, of
0: um... taxed by strange beings and often not we can't we do not know precisely who they are we only know yeah. that Uh, They don't step on the ground many times if they hear shots. Now this is a translation you
1: guys. Yeah this is a translation. It's a rough translation. We shoot them but they're not effective. But it's not effective. But it's not effective. Yeah. And on the right over there they're, um, they're showing some of the video that they're still capturing and that's even during the day. The population as a whole asks for a lot of support, national police and
0: army to go there. <clears throat> this is like War of the Worlds. Yeah. Right? And look at, dude, what's so crazy about this? Like, pause for a sec. Think about like, the for the people down there, if they're really fighting this stuff off, they're literally getting no airtime at all. And no one is paying attention to any of this, and they're like, "We need help! Like, yeah. send the national guard, send the a- army, like, whatever." And everyone's like, "You can't even find this stuff anywhere." It's no. like <laughs> actual no. world worlds is going on, and no one cares. Like, everyone's like, "Joe Biden missed a sentence at the White House today." You know what I mean? Like. <clears throat>
1: That that exactly. And I and, and I, I don't think they even want to give it any attention. So so the problem is that there hasn't been any military or police sent down. Even if it's illegal miners, they're just like, Hey, we need some help and no one's going down there. Or if they are, it's like purely undercover and probably more of like um just scoping things out, not taking any kind of action. So because uh, a lot of the villagers, they're, they're really calling out and and they're holding press conferences like almost daily because they are literally worried about this every night. Like there's got to be people on guard it's weird. to to guard over the people that that live there. Um, they rise up to thirty feet. They don't touch the ground. <clears throat> you know and as we showed the on the one uh, like uh, i think last week i mean these they were saying the jetpacks but it's obviously not jetpacks and um so there was another report this one is kind of translated from a bot but um we can just play a little bit of this we don't have to show the whole thing but basically it's kind of saying the same thing they're holding different press conferences different people speaking they're showing different things related to what's going on down there. And, you know, th- these people are really scared and they're saying they're scared. So, OK, we can play a little bit of this, Lindsay, and then we'll get into.
2: Tell him that he can take a vote. So he did this go is from one AI. place
1: to another place.
2: The secretary of the Las Palmas Neighborhood Council mentioned that he has reports from other locations where they have also observed the appearance of creatures that appear to be extraterrestrials you have to be precise about four in the morning only once once a single a single a light that has been changing location very slowly what to say in any case to the authorities of course more than everything you have to have this you have to have a little more careful more than all the authorities that have a little responsibility within our entire nation, because I imagine that here we see it. The reports are
1: coming while they are almost born. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. This yeah, well you can is what's happening that. here, or it is, or... I think the, the translation gets a little bit kind of not super clear after that, but anyway. But it does explain that they're shooting it with weapons, and they're having no effect... And that they're calling on the military and same thing with the other guy said, they're calling, they're asking the military and the police for help and no one's really answering their calls and they just don't really know what to do. (laughs) So yeah, it's so weird. They're like doing everything they can to get like the army
0: there and no one is listening. No one cares. Everyone's like Mexican body Congress. And, and it's not like that's not important too, but it's like, there's like actual
1: nefarious alien well e- e- even if this isn't let's just say that this is some super elaborate setup with these like illegal miners or whatever it is quote unquote you know it's not um, it's not e- yeah it's not i i really don't believe that but even if it is it's like they should still be like oh wow you guys need some help you know obviously you're fighting against something that that is attacking your village we should we should do something about this but instead it's just like purely just ignore they're just ignoring it altogether and instead it's like oh now we have these mexican mummies from peru let's focus on this (laughs) and i i whether they're real or not i i just feel like it's just a distraction but okay we're gonna we're gonna show one more trailer and we get back there's an update on these mexican mummies and the peruvian government actually issued a response now so too bad they won't issue a response of the alien attack, but they did at this. So we'll see what they say when we get back. Welcome to Edge of Wonder. What if I told you that not only have we been visited by extraterrestrials, but that our own military has in their possession crafts along with alien bodies hidden from the public. Military high level brass Pentagon witnesses, it pulls a lot of weight. Those are the number one priority witnesses because they got closer to the truth than anyone else. They actually dealt with the physical hardware. Well, join me on this fantastic Edge of Wonder episode with my special guest, Michael Schrat, who is a private pilot and aviation historian. He has been investigating UFO encounters for over 20 years and has meticulously reviewed over 50,000 cases. He has also been featured in numerous documentaries such as Above Top Secret, along with the Ancient Aliens TV show. In this episode, Michael will not only expose the UFO retrieval program, but will provide detailed evidence and firsthand testimonials that the military-industrial complex has been hiding alien craft, bodies, and technology from the public for nearly 100 years. All right, without further ado, let's bring on Michael Shrap
0: Uh, you guys, that was the trailer for part one, but there is also a part two. There's two parts to this and it's a scorcher. <laughs> ben, you want to fill them in a little bit? Yeah. That?
1: I mean, he, he he's just, he's researched so much over the last 30 years. He said he's looked over 50,000 cases in his lifetime. All of them military related cases, um, every single one of them. And uh, yeah, he just has some amazing, amazing information. He's They're publishing a book or they have i guess about all the information that they've collected and um yeah it's it's just phenomenal you know you all the stuff that's going out coming watching out.
0: episodes like that it drives me nuts when you have people like david grush come out people like this guy um down in mexico and then nasa comes out and they're like we'll we'll share that evidence with the public like we we haven't seen anything yeah sure yeah sure you're going to know like you know what's going on like nasa has never been at the forefront of any of that they've always hidden stuff whenever it's come up and they've always crapped on evidence of that stuff coming out like i don't believe them for a minute you know i don't either and this is
1: actually the second thing that comes up when you google david grush which is basically a hit piece the very thing you know my my um my definitely after all of this my my views towards him have really changed you know before i was kind of critical you know and i i I, I think and it's like i think too. i always you know with all this stuff you know we just never know the truth of any of these things but yeah it's like now you know the media is now they really are trying to make him to sound kind of crazy and yeah um, you know i think it just depends on on if he's needed or not for a distraction and what's going on in the media or what's going on in like politics or any of all the above you know and it's just like okay something we just need a distraction here mummy ex-mexican mummy you know whatever it is and then later they'll just be like later they'll come out and say oh yeah okay well that wasn't true or you know we thought it was or whatever you know i've been reading this book called the day after roswell and it's by um colonel philip corso it's a really famous book within the whole community the ufo ufology community it was written in 1997. It was written about nine months before he, his death. And this guy was old. I mean, he was like 90 or something or 80 when he wow. died. So it wasn't like he died of a suspicious death or anything. I think, I think he just wanted to get this all out there before he died. Right. And he wasn't there when Roswell happened, but he breaks down the entire scenario of what actually happened based on multiple people who were there. And then he was involved in the aftermath and he had direct contact with the highest people within the military. And he was in charge of um, handling all of the weird stuff that, they called it something. I can't, he uses a specific word in the book. I can't remember the wording for all like this, basically like one of the things that they found was essentially a laser pointer, but it was a real laser and like, so when he turned it on, he said it was, they noticed this like beam that would, or like just like a, a, a light that would appear, but they, they began to realize that it was a real laser and that's what they were using for the, um, cattle mutations. Hmm. So it was this weapon, but one of the things that, I mean, he talks about the formation of a majestic 12 because of all the stuff coming out, they needed, some group that could actually organize and control this information. But one of the things that he mentioned was that they knew right away that the aliens were hostile immediately because they were like, why would they have all these weapons if they weren't planning to do something with them? So they, there, there was, he said there was an actual big discussion on if they should tell the American public um Like, how do we handle this? Do we tell them? But then they're like, we have no information. If we say, "Hey, there's a potential hostile threat from aliens," and we have no information about it, people are going to go into a panic. So they were allowing the, even the craziest information about aliens to come out, kind of as like a, and then they, they were gonna, they were gonna like, you know, say it wasn't true. But they knew that there was going to be a population out there that had one that has already seen things two that that knew that these things were, were taking place and three leaked information that would get out to see how the public would respond to it. So it's like, OK, we'll allow this information to kind of get out slowly, even if it's not real or real. It's like it doesn't matter because the goal was to slowly alert the public that there could potentially be a, um, you know a threat. Yeah. So we, go ahead. No, what were we going to say? We I gonna was going
0: to say, that's what's so weird about this whole Peru thing is like of the places on the planet. And I mean, every place on the planet seems to have some type of record of alien or, or extraterrestrial activity, but Peru arguably has the most amount of weird stuff going on like the Nazca lines you know, all of this ancient evidence like elongated skulls that people have found there, it's in their veins. They know yeah. that stuff exists and, and there has historically been more activity there. I yep. mean, it seems than almost anywhere else. So shouldn't we probably listen to these guys? I know. <laughs> you know? Seriously,
1: That that's the thing. And so Peru, to kind of give the update on the Mexican mummy. Peru has actually, and this actually proves that it's probably real. It, perused, Peru's, it, it proves It peruses. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But they launched in a criminal investigation to find out how a non, this is, this is in the, in their documents, how a non-human alien corpse were taken out of the country to, to be displayed in the Mexican Congress. So, the 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 culture the minister the culture minister Leslie whatever his name is Ortega, ha, he has he's the one that that filed this complaint and he said that um he has no idea how um it was it hami Musan Jaime Jaime yeah Mas- how he even got a hold of this for one and two how he was able to get it over the Peruvian like border <laughs> and into Mexico. So
0: I feel like this is a, this is a doll of my basic shape when I was like
1: seven. Yeah, I, I know. I agree. And I was and such like, a skinny kid. I, I just feel like they're, they're no matter what, I just feel like they're really blowing this whole, you know, and the cool thing is like, yeah, this is probably real like that. You know, now it's coming out. They did it. The CT scans. Okay, for look, it, you know, look, it could be real. The, The fact that no one
0: is talking about this and the Peruvians are constantly coming out asking for military help. Yeah,
1: that's the thing, though. That
0: seems to allude to this being having more fact than fiction.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, let's study this thousand year old mummy. But it's like, hey, if you there's potential aliens attacking yeah, like you can go you can go, go, yeah. go help and go hang out capture one of those and yeah. see what's go going get, on go get seared by one of their like <laughs> jet ankle jet things forget about a thousand year mummy that they'll probably end up saying at the end of this that it was a deformed child with some kind of birth effect i bet you anything oh, yeah, they are that's what they're gonna that. say
0: I, yeah. it wouldn't even surprise me if they were like it's it's the skeleton of a weather balloon.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's right. It is for <laughs> a shark. <laughs> it was a specific shark that existed. A, specific, yeah, a specific Peruvian uh, shark. Any <laughs> of those. All right, Rob, why don't you tell us the story of this Chilean abduction? This happened with a story with a um, it was a soldier, a Peruvian soldier. It did happen in 1977. So it was a little while ago, this but the there's time. so much right? weird stuff in Peru, like you said.
0: Okay, see? yeah. So um okay, so let's see here. Right. So the Chilean abduction. So Jenny Randall's recounts a very different military training exercise from Kersey occurring in Chile on the twenty-fourth of April nineteen seventy-seven. A small unit of soldiers is on a training exercise. That night, they camp on a plateau at Pampa Lascuma. Excuse me if I pronounced that wrong. 12,000 feet above sea level. Their commander is Corporal Armando Valdez. Just before 4 a.m., a soldier named Rosales sees something strange. He calls Valdez. Coming toward them down the mountain are two violet lights. The ground underneath is glowing oddly. Perhaps these are flares, a mock attack, whatever. Valdez wakes the others, and at 4.15 a.m., he goes to investigate what is now uh, one large glow on the hillside. So this, these two glowing balls have turned into one large one that's glowing on the hillside, which is a few hundred yards away. The soldiers crouch behind a wall and cover him, and Valdez disappears. So two moments later does the violet does the violet glow disappear I guess and the soldiers wait in silence then at 4:30 that's 15 minutes later Valdez reappears from behind them and he's not well he seems to be sleepwalking he presently collapses on the ground at dawn things get even more interesting the soldiers who had seen Valdez shave the previous night, find that he has several days' growth of beard and that they find that his watch has stopped at 4.30 a.m. It also has a date function, and it reads the 30th of April. Valdez had severe memory loss and very poor coordination, something which is reported time and time again by people who've had similar experiences. They cannot so much as open a door. The sometimes lasts for days. Randall's adds that the CIA agents who interviewed Valdez found him convincing and consistent. Some versions of this case infer that Valdez encountered a UFO, which in the circumstances is as good an explanation as any. That's crazy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Now I said, I said um, Peru, but it, it happened in Chile, but you know, Chile and Peru like border each other. And really, I mean, for aliens, essentially one in the same i mean there's so many weird things found in chile and peru i mean when you really yeah i hear the aliens know.
0: from chile are spicier <laughs> <laughs> that could be that could it. be actually i hear that the chileans yeah. don't like very spicy food
1: that's true all right and then we have one more thing to kind of go over too. i can't believe like how fast that 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 hour went by um government releases the, the new UAP video. They they give no explanation. They're just like, here we'll just drop this video. And it's like you know, your sure guy. Yeah. At this point, it's kind of cool, I guess, you know, but it's like when the government releases something, it's it's just like okay, can we can we go back and talk about some more interesting things or technology? But Let's see, I think Lindsay is pulling this thing up. Are you pulling us up, Lindsay? <laughs> she's, she's okay, she's got it. She's working. She's working on it. Okay, great. And um, yeah, man, so much going on. Okay, so this is it. And and honestly, oh, there's no sound of- anyway to this. There's nothing. It's just they just dropped this video, and it you start seeing a little thing in the very distance. And um, there's no, I don't even think it gives you any detail of where this thing is. It's probably over an airbase, I would imagine, somewhere. So slow, there, you start, so it starts noticing this thing flying super fast, and then it's following it like a Atari game would, or some video game. Yeah, you're right. This yeah. feels like Nintendo or something. <laughs> like you want to fire at it or something? We'll try to get it in the, the center. And there, see, it like lights yeah. up. <laughs> you got to like shoot at it. <laughs> and at this point, I, I mean, honestly, I just think this is their own military stuff. Just like, you know, it's like one military not knowing what the other military is doing. So you have the Black Ops military doing probably some kind of, training exercise here and then they're like oh we've we see something and then they're following it through so this thing is traveling very fast um obviously it's not a jet and it it appears to be more um cylindrical in nature but um yeah don't know but unfortunately there was there was really not much detail about this it was just like here's a video that will will drop It's like, okay, well, you know, that's cool and all. But this is the most
0: uninteresting UFO video (laughs) I have ever seen in my life.
1: I mean, it really is. You know, they could just easily. I
0: feel like this isn't a UFO. We're really just watching them follow a bee around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious if that was the case. It was just a bee that's that's, like really really close. Flower like just like some kind of fly just, just cruising around. That's interesting. There it kind of looked like it kind of disappeared Cloak or like, something. yeah, yeah, cloaked or something sure. like that. So someone else is like, it could be a drone. I mean, honestly, at this point, it we have drones. Like it could be, you know, literally. I think it's going too fast to be a drone like there. It's going over water. I think that's the point of this, was, was to show the speed of this thing. I don't know if it's showing the speed on here, though. There's, there's two of them two now. There. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's two, two B's. To be,
1: to be or not to be? <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> what is it? Anyway, so uninteresting, to be honest. yeah i'd I'd rather talk about peru alien attack than yeah before i fall asleep can (laughs) (laughs) government ufo released video could be anything (laughs) but um yeah anyway i hope that something happens over this and there is some kind of resolution to the people in peru and and honestly maybe maybe from another perspective maybe they're kind of what i mean i'm sure the military if this is really happening i'm sure they're watching this like a hawk and they're probably using it as an experiment too just to see what they're what one the aliens actions if they're really attacking if they are like what's what's their intention what are they doing how the people are responding um just probably You're talking all about of, what's going on in peru peru yeah probably all of the above you know and and in case this does happen on more of a bigger scale, then it's like, okay, how would people respond? You know, how would our government respond? So anyway, crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, it is. Why isn't there more of that going on? Like, it seems like they're not allowed to do that. So yeah, I'm wondering what's going to happen to end the assault in that part of Peru. Like, like,
1: yeah i I don't know i i really don't know that that's what's really interesting and you know i i mean this village they don't have a whole lot no
0: i mean they're probably running out of bullets you know uh like people from other towns are bringing
1: them in or something and you know what i mean what would be hilarious if the illegal miners actually joined forces with them (laughs) And fought against them, <laughs> <laughs> then it would be a whole different scenario. I, I'm wondering if that would actually be the case. It's like we don't have we don't have jetpacks. That's not us. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll what see. they
0: need to do is is get some ninjas there. Yeah, oh. so that so that they can handle that the old way with katana blades and 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 ninja stars. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be awesome. That's my eleven-year-old self talking. <laughs> All right, yeah. what are we doing here? Are we going to talk
1: about this, the nukes or? Russian um. Nukes? Well, I didn't know how much time we have, so yeah, we need to we need to go over to rise. We, we like. could we could save that for another time that, because that that's actually like a really big conversation. I realized, yeah, so cool. why don't we save that for another 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 live show?
0: All right. Let's say.
1: So okay, why don't we go over to Rice TV?
0: So what are we going to be doing over there, Ben?
1: Well, well, we are going to be answering your guys's questions. Um, we could get into a little of this uh, geoengineering aspect if we wanted to. to just kind of cover that a little bit. Um, what what about geoengineering? Well, there's a company called Make Sunsets, and everybody is talking about what they are doing, and the company itself is talking about how it is doing geoengineering, and a Mexican government have has uh, issued a statement asking them to stop what they are doing. <laughs> well, well, well. So that's what's kind of interesting about that. Um so we'll go over and talk a little bit about that and then we'll go answer your questions. So we'll leave rumble Facebook Jing world and everywhere else. We're streaming right now and head over to rise.tv. So just join us for nine 99 a month. You know, I'm basically like two lattes and you can come over and support what we do. Um, we have an, an awesome, incredible Halloween series coming up for the month of October. You're not going to want to miss that. You'll only be able to see that on rise TV. So come over and Check out all of what we're going to be doing in the future, plus everything that we have on the site right now. So,
0: all right. Well, thank you guys for being with us, for supporting us. Uh, Everybody over at at Rise TV right now, you guys are awesome. Thanks for allowing us to do all of this hard work for you guys. And um, yeah, we'll see you over on Rise TV.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: When disease strikes humanity, when corruption is on the rise, When darkness descends, how can we find the light? Noble governors, honorable caretakers, destructive dictators. Each time a plague hit, the state of the people seemed to determine their fate. What if this were a pattern nobody has ever looked at before? Are people's illnesses tied to their spirits? Does chaos in society reflect chaos in the cosmos? This goes deeper than any history book's look at plagues has ever gone before. Plague Part 2 Divine Retribution.
0: Ride. Welcome over to Rise.tv. So, we're going to hit this geoengineering um, topic real
1: quick. Yeah. So, this is really strange. I, I actually, when I first heard about it, I thought it was fake. So, there's a company called Make Sun-